Hello and welcome back to our study of Penina Halacha, the teachings of Rabbi Yezim Malamed Shlita. Well, here we are, the last session of the year, as, of course, tonight begins Rosh Hashanah. So let me first take this opportunity to wish each and every one of you a Shana Tova, a Ksiva Vechasima Tova. We should all be written and inscribed in the Book of Life, and may all of our prayers be answered Litova. May all of our prayers be answered for the good, and... I am so grateful for all of you for giving me this form, which we can share Torah. So let's have the last session of the year. Raklaman Shalom MS Mutrilashanos. Only in the sake of real peace, real shalom, can you change the truth. So mitzvah shalom and adam l'chaver. There is a mitzvah to make peace between man and his fellow counterpart, between husband and wife, between families. And also between countries. It's not like other mitzvahs that perhaps you're only obligated to fulfill them when they fall into your hand. So, based on the Medrash and the Passing into Hillim, Shalom, peace, we're required to pursue. We have to look for it. We have to go after it. He says, Ba'ofen aktivi, of course, which means in an active fashion. And because of the great mitzvah that we have to pursue peace, that's why we have the mitzvah that we can lie for the sake of peace. And which is Masechtis Ketanas, and sort of a lengthier version of Perki Avos, for lack of a better explanation at this moment. But it tells you in Perki Beis, Mishnah Gimel, so this is a phrase that we know from Perkei Avos, that Aaron, we mentioned him yesterday, he's a lover of peace, a pursuer of peace. So when he heard the two people were fighting, they had a dispute, he would go next to one of them, he would sit down with them and he would say, he says, your friend, he's sitting over there, he's, he's ripping his heart out, he's so upset, how could I ever face my friend after what I did to him, after what I said to him? And he would say this to the person until the person would remove all the jealousy, the hatred that's in his heart. And then he would go to the other counterpart. He would say the same thing. So he'd go to each party and express to them that the other one felt such remorse to the point where all the kina, all the jealousy, anger, upsetness would leave them. And therefore, after these encounters with Aaron and Cohen, when they would see each other, they would just drop everything, and they would hug it out, they would kiss, meaning that they completely forgave one another, and Shalom is restored. He would do this with married couples, with friends. That's why when we read of Aaron's demise in Sefer Bamidbar, it says that when he died, the entire 
house of Israel mourn him. The reason it says Kol Beis Yisrael is in contradistinction, of course, to Moshe Rabbeinu, where it does not say Kol Yisrael, but because Aaron had interactions with all of the people, he was doing all the groundwork, so to speak, and he made shalom between people and between husband and wife, so they all felt his loss. Aval Choshev Ladas. However, it's important to know. We might use this as a carte blanche to say, oh, I can lie whenever I want, it's for peace, but it's only if it does not harm another person. However, if for your sake of peace, that it will affect the marriage, it'll affect the, the standing, the well-being of another person, then you can't lie. Somebody injured his friend or did damage to his friend. So, the person who did the damage has to be reported. The person who received the damage, he needs to be told that this is what happened. This way he could bring the person to justice and get what he's owed. As we saw earlier, that if, let's say, someone is going to do a deal, going to a business agreement with someone, and you know that the person is a noted cheater, he is duplicitous, filled with chicanery, then you have to warn him, you have to let him know, don't go into this deal. You can't say, oh no, well let's make peace because it will create machlokas if we, if we tell him that the guy is a ramai. No, 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 no. There it's a mitzvah to tell the truth. Because you want to prevent someone from being harmed, from being taken, from being swindled, that's the more important value. And Aaron Cohen, if he knew that his methodology would only work for one of the two aggrieved parties, he wouldn't lie for the sake of peace. Because it would only cause damage and not peace. So, because a good person, he believes in the goodness. You know, he's, he's wholehearted and he's, what we say, the, the word is tamimistic, he's, he's wholesome. And he's not going to think anything bad of his friend. He's going to think that the person wants to make up, but the other one, that won't be the case. However, only when you know that if by changing the truth, by not telling the truth, that it's actually going to increase peace, then you can do so. If that's not the case, then you can't. So we have to be careful if we're doing things for the sake of peace. We have to make sure that it's absolute peace and it's not going to cause damage or loss to another individual. Well, that brings us to a close for this chapter, a close for this year. And again, thank you everyone for listening. It's a great experience. I look forward to continuing our learning in 5784. Until then, wishing everybody a good Shabbos, a good Yantif, a Shana Tova. Should have a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. And may we all have meaning in our davening, clarity, where we stand with our Maker, and Teshuva Shlema. We'll see you next week.